It's 11 minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Bill English, entrepreneur and publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com, in studio with us as we uh, look at the economic news. Okay, so there's been a, a slowdown in the economy, maybe a, a contraction, and... Um, yeah, things aren't as robust as uh, we might have hoped that they would be at this point in the month of May 2015, and uh, this impacts businesses. Tell us about this. Well, interestingly enough, if you look at the National Federation of Independent Businesses, uh, their March 15 report said, and literally, this is the headline, in a rare occurrence, uh, all 10 components of the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index were down for mm-hmm. Q1. Now, I think that... Uh, uh, the one that dropped the most was the earnings trend out of those 10 components. And so what I think you're going to see is that small business is going to be uh, holding on to their cash, not expanding, not uh, employing a lot of, of new people, at least for the next three, four, five months, while mm-hmm. they wait to see if the economy rebounds from Q1 or if it wasn't the cold snap, it was some other uh, more nefarious and perhaps long-term trend in the economy that is going to keep us below 2% growth. Yeah. Bill English, this is a, a little off the uh, the trail here from what we uh, plan to do today, and I, I don't want to go too far, but um, it occurs to me that uh, small business owners, people who own and operate office facilities and storefronts and those kinds of things, when they see the uprising, the social upheaval, uh, the uh, riots in the streets of other cities around the country, that's got to strike. I know it does. It strikes fear in the hearts of business owners in other parts of the country. That makes them nervous. That makes them skittish about their uh, their ability to hang on to their property. Even if they're fully insured, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You take a hit when somebody comes up and smashes your window or uh, burns down your building or what have you the the social instability here domestically in the u.s has to factor into this i would think what are your thoughts you know i think it does i but i also think i i'm going to say that they're kind of schizophrenic on this um i suspect in one sense that does strike some fear there is some uncertainty there but in another sense it's almost the nimby uh phenomenon if it's not in my backyard i'm not sure i have to worry about it a great deal Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can see storefront owners in Chicago being concerned, but not overly concerned because all the riots, because of all the riots in Baltimore right now. Uh, mm-hmm. However, you know uh, those kinds of riots now can spread much more quickly through social media, and I think that's the piece that small business owners recognize, and they're going, "Well, we just hope it doesn't happen here." Yeah, I would uh, certainly think so. That said, uh, let's talk about um, uh, managing a business and even a church. And if you're a pastor and you're uh, entrusted to oversee the budget and you're uh, the chief executive, if you will, of your your nonprofit entity, your your local church, what have you, uh, this stuff impacts you directly, as you well know. Where do you start in terms of saying, okay, I, I, I want to hold things together here as best as I can, but I don't know what cash flow is going to be like? So what I would do is, is two things, and, and this first one is not in the email I sent you. Um, I would look at figuring out ways to reduce your fixed expenses. So, for instance, if you have a copier lease uh, and a, a maintenance lease on a, on a copier, is there a way to get out of that lease or a way to reduce the services and reduce the amount that you're paying every month? One of the things that both nonprofits and for-profits need to be aware of is reducing the fixed overhead expenses to as low a, a level as possible. 
Uh, and then the second one um, is is really managing cash. Uh, managing cash is not the same thing as managing profit, but it does lead to managing profit. And uh, if you know how to forecast the cash that's going to be coming in versus the cash that's going out uh, as you look towards the next uh, 13 or 26 weeks, then uh, you're going to be a lot better prepared to handle the ups and the downs and the variabilities of the cash that's coming into your business. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill English, BibleandBusiness.com is his publication. He is an entrepreneur and a clinical psychologist, I might add. Uh, we're talking about uh, navigating our uh, businesses, managing our businesses, and even our nonprofits in uh, what appear to be somewhat uncertain economic times. It's been that way for a long time, uh, but now there's a new sense of nervousness about things. We're not trying to spread the nervousness, we're trying to maintain and uh, remain stable in the midst of it. We'll continue with Bill English in a moment. 16 past the hour. I'm Austin Hill. It's Faith Radio. All right, it's now 19 past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. And I'm Austin Hill here weekday mornings. And Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com, joins us uh, customarily on Wednesdays yes. as we uh, put faith and, and business together. The economy slows down a little bit, so, okay, so we mm-hmm. get the, uh, re- try to reduce our, our monthly expenditures. Mm-hmm. What do you say to the business owner who says, well, how much do I put, how much money do I spend putting it at risk to provide a product or service lineup, or likewise to the pastor, how much do we spend to put on programs and outreach ministries in the church when we don't know how much money is going to be coming in? Where do you where do you go with that? Well, with both of those, what I try to coach business owners and really nonprofit leaders to do is to say, okay, we know that we're going. We want to do. We want to do these programs. Let's tie the expenses of these programs, or let's tie the expenses of this product launch to the income that we expect to come in, and let's not lock ourselves into fixed long-term contracts that are going to require us to have uh, monthly outlays irrespective of how much income is coming in. So when I'm working with a business in a turnaround situation, one of the things I try to help them do is to variableize, is what I call it, variableize their income uh, so that, or not their income, their expenses, so that mm-hmm. the, the majority of their expenses is tied to the income, so that when the income is low, the expenses are low as well. That's uh, that's the ideal. That's uh, the knowing, ideal. Yeah, knowing step by step what that means, though, that can be a challenge. It's a real, real, real challenge. And yeah. uh, that's where um, a good cash flow forecasting tool comes in, because the cash flow forecasting tool is going to allow you to say, here's my fixed expenses, here's my uh, variable expenses, here's the income that we expect to come in, we know how much we have to have, here's our burn rate, our, our fixed expenses, the rest of these expenses may or may not be there depending upon the amount of income that we have coming in. Mm-hmm. So uh, that said, we're heading into the summer months. Um, that said, the, the, the summer itself, it seems to me, provides even more variables and creates even more uncertainty for local churches. In as much as people are checking out, probably uh, uh, making vacation plans, taking trips out of town, that kind of thing. I mean, church attendance typically declines during the summer. And um, gifting, money coming into the church declines. Um, add to that that, that built-in 
instability factor, uh, the reality that the economy is. I, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to pour gasoline on the fires of fear here. I, I, I don't think that we're in a desperate situation, not yet, but it is very uncertain. And all of this adds up to uncertainty. Your your best advice here for the church pastor looking at the summer saying, yikes, what do we do? You know, I am so far in the minority on this one, it isn't even funny. I really think churches should have regular debit and credit card payment plans where I can just sign up and say, I'm going to give my $500 every other week or whatever it is and just charge my Visa, charge my debit card and uh, and normalize, rationalize, so to speak, your, your income into the church. That's me. I think there's a lot of people who would disagree with that on, on a number of fronts. Uh, but otherwise, now, wait a minute. Let, me, let me let me make sure I'm hearing you. Craig. <laughs> yeah. You're saying I, I think what you're describing here, the church that my family and I attend, there's a, a little kiosk oh, in the, the front lobby. You can swipe the. Cra- Absolutely. Really? Oh, you yeah. are the first church I've ever heard doing that. I'm serious yeah. as a heart attack. Oh yeah, I, I uh, that that's just so wow. common and customary to me. But uh, you're, that's what you're getting at here. Yeah. You're saying the churches should allow people to uh, give visa via credit card or debit card. Yeah, but more to the point, they should be able to sign a, a little form that says the church is just going to make this charge every other week or every month or right, whatever right, it is, sure. and that way the church could begin to normalize its income a little bit and. Uh, and the offering plate, I, I get the offering plate thing. Um, usually, I don't, I don't give on Sunday mornings. When I get paid, I use the direct pay through Wells Fargo, and I write a check through direct pay, and the church gets it about five days later. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I, I, I use electronic methods. I don't write checks anymore. So, yeah, I hear you. No, I'm 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 with you, and um, I, it feels kind of sometimes I've felt a little guilty you know, putting anything <laughs> in the basket when it gets passed. It's like, oh yeah, that already uh, already transacted electronically in our bank account. So yeah, yeah, but but to your point, you're saying that's a way to stabilize the amount of money coming right. into a church, right? Yeah. And then and then lower your exp- your fixed expenses as much as possible, yeah. and uh, there are real good ways to do that. Yeah. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. You can find him there, and uh, he consults to businesses and nonprofits uh, all over the place. He's got some amazing ideas on business operation and uh, the intersection of enterprise and our Christian faith at BibleandBusiness.com. I have to ask this because I really don't know the answer to this, and you are far more highly educated and more sophisticated than I and uh you know you come in as the sharp dressed man into the well, facilities no, and studios here at uh, Faith Radio Network and uh there's no necktie on i'm thinking there's probably one in a pocket somewhere and there will be a tie donned later today but you have the formal dress shirt do we have the webcam on, by the way, Aaron? No, we don't? Okay. Um, anyway, um, I wish the folks uh, listening at home could see on the webcam. But you're the sharp dress guy. What do you call when you have the uh, the nice, uh, fancy dress coat, I'll call it, right. and you have one of the little fake, foofy handkerchiefs coming out of the, the coat pocket? What do you call those things? What, the fake, foofy handkerchief? Yes. Yeah, I call it a fake foofy handkerchief. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's you know, that's uh, ready to step out on the town. That's you I know, like that. You know, and I and I'm a nighttime kind of guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a party guy on Friday night. <laughs> Bill English, a uh, thoughtful voice of reason in uh, crazy times. Bill English from BibleAndBusiness.com. Bill, thanks very much. Great to uh, see you. In all seriousness, appreciate you what you do. 
It's 25 past the hour from the Faith's Radio Network, and I'm Austin Hill. No fake, foofy handkerchief coming out of my pocket. No, I'm uh, I'm much more straightforward than that, but Breakpoints is on the way next. Breakpoints.